Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. On 0203-606-0315. Adam's in the studio with me, and he's got a massive question that we are going to debate live on the air tonight. It has Mo Salah become a flat track bully? Does he only do it against the minnows and the smaller sides? He's no longer turned up. Fan-made content for this Premier League season. Bring in that real fan experience. Oh. Want to see some crazy? <laughs> Wherever you are in the world, bring you the latest opinions and fan reactions. Back again. Welcome to Fan Park Live. Brand new shows every week. UFF are going hard this year, you know. So make sure you lock in. Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. Hello and welcome back to Fan Park Live. I'm joined by my main man, Adam Charles. What's happening, brother? Good, good evening. Good evening to you. Another look, another easy, easy game Strong. for Liverpool tonight. Very, very good. Very good. You know, we want to hear from Liverpool fans how they're thinking and feeling. Um, before we jump into the Mo Salah topic, is he becoming a flat track Bully in the same way that Lukaku doesn't perform and score against the big teams. Is that the fate for Mo Salah as we go into this season? We have some stats to kind of look at and back that up. We, we want to hear from uh, the Liverpool faithfuls on the number that is in the description um, below. But just we'll touch on Liverpool as an overall performance tonight. They're up against Hotel Red Star, Belgrave. I mean, it, should teams like, I mean, look, how well does this not be disingenuous to Liverpool? They were good tonight. How good were they tonight? They were very, very good tonight. Um, I think we all spoke about Fabinho being bled into the team. Uh, and you could probably see why, because I think he was everywhere tonight. He looked brilliant. Uh, Joe Gomez covered ground um, quite well as well. Um, and I think as a, as a team, they, they looked very impressive. And, and I, I think they showed their strength in depth today as well. So they have every reason to be uh, proud. Yeah, Fabino was great. Um, Robertson, uh, oh, yeah, 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 Robertson, tremendous yeah. tonight. Absolutely uh, tremendous with every, everything that he did out there. I thought he was an absolute sensation. And right now, I think about best left backs in Europe. He's knocking on that door. He is knocking on that door, both defensively and from an attacking point of view. Mm-hmm. Absolutely phenomenal. Phenomenal. So I'll be happy with that. Of course, uh, Mo Salah stepping up with a couple um, of goals 
as well. I mean, they could have had five there, missed a penalty as well. Mo Salah stepping up with a couple of goals. A bit of a contentious penalty for Liverpool, though, to make it 3-0, yeah. did you think? Yeah, I think so. Um, I think maybe it's the crowd that got in the referee's ear. I don't know. But yeah, I, 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 I don't know if you'd get that every single week. That it, I don't think it'd be given all the time. But yeah, I thought it was exceedingly soft. I thought it was, honestly, like sort of jam tart soft do you know what I mean yeah it was um, yeah, but last time we got we got in trouble for saying that Liverpool didn't deserve a penalty and I actually saw a video the other day that it actually was a penalty um, but it doesn't yeah this one you're right this one was soft no but you've seen him you've seen him given you've seen him it given. wasn't a penalty it definitely wasn't a penalty but um, listen everyone who's tuning in we're going to jump into a before we are going to jump onto the topic later talking about Mo Salah Adam brought it up when we were off the air yeah, yeah. asking the question whether or not he's a flat becoming a flat track bully we are going to jump into that subject a little bit later but we're going to do a few phone calls first of all going to get them on and see what people are saying I didn't hear the noises can you hear them there we go. We need them noises. There we go. We're going to get it out. We're going to see what people have got to say. Uh, but we're going to jump into our first call of the night, which I think Javerna has got lined up for us. Hello. Welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? My name is Matthew. Hello, Matthew. Who do you support, mate? Liverpool, Liverpool. Liverpool, Liverpool. Good, good. So good that you named it twice. Um, <laughs> what's on your mind? What do you want to say about your performance this evening? I think it's the perfect performance. Exactly what we wanted to bless Fabinho in. Shakiri more game time Salah score a few goals all our front three scored so yeah I think it was the perfect result clean sheet again Alisson never had much to do I don't mm. even know how good he is it because he's not done nothing really, <laughs> apart from that, that that's the mistake <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean defensively this year we, I, I listened to Jurgen Klopp's press conference in the week because on, on Monday or no Saturday when we were in here we were talking about the, the fact that Liverpool look different this year and, and Chris Kane uh, made a really good point that he feels that that was an it's an instruction from Jurgen Klopp and he spoke quite openly about that in his press conference this week saying that the front three aren't pressing as hard there's more of a midfield press he's telling them to reserve energy to keep their shape more to not commit as many men forward especially in the bigger games because mm. he feels being more defensively sound is what's going to win you more games more points more trophies um, are, are, are you glad to see that that uh, that sort of adaptation and that change from Jurgen Klopp to becoming a more rounded team as opposed to just a just a flamboyant brilliant attacking side yeah definitely definitely we needed to um, to shake it up a bit we needed to be stronger at the back but I think we we still we're still creating mm. I think we're just not clinical I think that's what separates us from the likes of your Barcelona's and, and teams like that we're just not as clinical the type of chances we've had over this season if it was Messi or Suarez they may have taken a lot more of them so we just need to be a bit more clinical and hopefully that will come with time and, and confidence. But I just wanted to say something before I go and I kind of re- wanted to relate it to Manchester United and their performance yesterday. Yep. Um, basically, at the, at, at, in the summer, if you were to tell me, you know, Gomez, who we bought for one million at like 18, um, Trent Alexander-Arnold, who's like 19, come through the ranks. If we were to say as a Man United fan, if you would have want those players, you probably would have said no. But they've come in and they've done well. So all this talk I'm hearing about we didn't get the players, we didn't have the money. I kind of, I kind of get confused by that. What's there to be confused about? Because a lot, of, a lot of the Man U fans saying that we didn't have the money to spend on certain players, but we've got. I just told you, oh. the mm-hmm. and the defender we got for free. Oi. Well, mate, listen. Do you know Oi. what? Yeah, no. Listen, I, I get you. I, I just wanted to clarify that. I, I don't really care how much money Man United spend. 
I suppose this is the that's some Man United fans saying that and that's down to them for me when I think back to my life as a United fan I've seen people I, do you know my favourite Man United signings in some respects have been players like Ole Gunnar Solskjaer Ronnie Johnson uh, back in the day we saw Javier Hernandez do it sl- not not to the same sort of degree and level as um, those two but come in uh, slightly under the radar nobody really knew who they were as an example so for me that's another thing that's wrong with Man United and if you watch a lot of my videos talking about them uh, the way our scouting network is the way we identify players there's no cohesion between what the scouting team is searching for how the academy and uh, uh, training the young players and then how Jose Mourinho conducts his team on the pitch if you watch Man United's academy team play they actually play better football than our first team <laughs> and that's because there's no cohesion so I think what Liverpool have done right and I keep speaking to United fans about this is you have to get the structure at a club right from top to bottom and Liverpool yeah. with the new owners have developed that over a four or five year period so to answer your question it doesn't matter if you spend one million pound on a player I mean look how cheap Angolo Kante was for, for Leicester when no one, but, he was, but he was actually a world class player no one knew who he was and that's because their scouting networks are looking for those bargains Man United for me the business model on the Woodward is let's look for the biggest and the best players that are great for brand deals that are good for making money so for me Sorry, yep. sorry, the button. You see, Rashford. I think he could be not world class, but just below world class. I really hope that you guys don't waste his talent because at the start of last season, he was dubbing guys, he was cutting in, cutting, mm. cutting in from the left, doing all this type of magic, little scoring goals. I think he can be world class, and I just pray that it doesn't go down the pan. Mate, I, listen, I, <laughs> I, I agree. With, I agree with you. I think that look, I've I said for a long time when Jose came in, I was I was happy for him to be there if he was going to be winning and yielding the big trophies, which is what was expected. If he's not doing that, there is, for me, there is absolutely zero point in him being at the club. But like I've alluded to already, without beating on the same drum, there yeah. is no cohesion. The way we train our youngsters to the way our first team plays, to how we scout individuals and the way we sign players, none of that is a conducive working pattern. It's like, imagine working in a business and every department is pulling in different directions. You're never going to make the right kind of profits. You're going to annoy your customers the business will fail and Man United right now as an overall ent- footballing entity are failing on a relatively speaking level they're failing big time but listen appreciate your call mate thank you very very much for that it always goes back to Man United on this show though. It every, does. every time. single time but listen fair points you made there absolutely um, we've got any more calls lined up we're going to jump do one more call and then we're going to talk on, about Mo Salah hello welcome to Fan Park Live what's your name uh, Joe um, hello, Joe. What, what can I do for you, my friend? Um, look, Liverpool fans bringing up, you know, just saying I'm really impressed with uh, Joe Gomez and Van Dyke. Yep. Um, really starting to enjoy their partnership. Um, yeah, I, like you guys were saying before, this this year we just really improved defensively. I mean, even Lovren coming in for the last couple of games hasn't looked. Um, sort of as terrible as he used to do so no he does um, that's what a structure does for you because Liverpool's structure this season with the way you're playing the fact that you're not so gun-ho in attack there is protection for these def- as, as great as your defenders have been there is also protection for them they're not being exposed as much as they were last season uh, the team isn't going out at a million miles an hour from the opening whistle, which means you're reserving more energy beyond 70 minutes. A lot of Liverpool's goals last year were conceded in the latter stages of games. That's why you were throwing away so many points. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think what Jurgen Klopp has done has not just—we knew he was a great coach in terms of attacking, but he is—he's showing everybody now that he's also a brilliant and phenomenal manager. Um, and Jurgen Klopp deserves nothing but praise for that. Yeah, 
Definitely. I think Allison's a big signing as well. Like him and Van Dyke at the back, just having a goalkeeper uh, that you know is going to be comfortable, um, you know, bar Leicester, but I think he's definitely learned from that. Um, I think just definitely having him at the back is just making the whole sort of back four a lot more uh, settled on the ball. Yep, no, I, I agree completely with you. In, when you look at this competition, you look at the Premier League, how well do you think this Liverpool side are going to do this year? Um, I mean, obviously we're doing all right in the Prem. I think we could push City pretty close, but I think, you know, over the full season, I think City are um, are just going to tip it just purely because of the, the talent that they've got. Um, I think in terms of the Champions League, again, I think we can come quite close because we've seen the football that, you know, Klopp plays is, is really good for knockout football. I think when this group was drawn, I think you know everybody thought it was going to be a tough, tough group, and it is probably still will be. Um, I think the sort of big tipping points are going to be the Napoli and PSG games. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think we could go quite far again in the Champions League. Maybe not the final, because um, I, I think you know the, the draws and, and things we got last season really helped how far we got in the competition. So. Mm. Um, I don't think we'll get that, that lucky again this year. There we go. Listen, appreciate that call, mate. Thank you very, very much. Take care. No Cheers, Get mate. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, in- interesting viewpoints. Javern, capture this for us, please. We do, we're going to do a segment on this. So, Mr. Adam, Hello. Mr. Adam, you you sat here. Like, I want to hear you explain what you mean by this, and mm. we're going to be we're going to be open to this debate. All the calls we're now going to take are going to be relating to this subject matter. <laughs> um, that's what it, they are. They are. Yeah, they are. We yeah, need yeah. to. You made a point when you're watching the game, like you're looking at Mo Salah. You were you weren't questioning him during the game, mm. but you kind of made a, a point that you feel like he's becoming a bit of a flat track bully, doing brilliantly well against your Huddersfields and uh, Hotel Red Star Belgrave, etc. Where's that coming from? Do you, do you truly believe that? Explain to me what you explain to me and the viewers what you mean by that. I think last season we saw Mo Salah have an, a, a phenomenal season. Um, I think part of that was down to the fact that people didn't know what his style of play was like, uh, didn't quite work him out, and so he was able to score the amount of goals that he did. And I think Klopp utilized him perfectly. Uh, this season, we tried to explain away his, his form by saying uh, he's tired at the World Cup. Uh, some people tried to make jokes and say that his shoulder was still bruised from um, <laughs> the Champions League final. Um, others, others, said that, <laughs> others said that he, uh, he, he... Yeah, I don't know. He got found out. But I, I think I look at what Salah does and I don't know if he offers... If he's not scoring goals, I don't know what he offers. Um, and if he isn't scoring goals against the big team and he's just scoring a penalty and a, 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 a fair enough all credit a good finish with his right foot today what is he actually doing for the Liverpool team well I think what's interesting when you said it I was sitting there thinking well I want to look into this and I, I, was, I look back so just for, just some statistics for everybody out there before everybody starts throwing their, 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 their toys out the pram so including goals from last season and this season thus far mm. Scored 45 goals across both seasons, right? 18% of them, of those goals, 18% of his goals were against top six and elite level teams, yeah. okay, in Europe. Now, that's that's actually pretty 
that's pretty good. When you that, think, was, that was last season. Yeah, last season and this season collectively. Yeah. In the same period of time, Eden Hazard uh, is, is at 16%. Uh, last season, Harry Kane was at 21%. Um, and then you compare it to last season, someone like a... Um, Lukaku, mm-hmm. who is widely regarded as being a flat track bully, he he only scored, only seven percent of his goals came against elite level teams. Mo Salah last year played twelve games against sort of top six and elite level um, opposition that, that he played in. Actually, a few more than that. Actually, sorry, it was, it was actually fourteen, mm. and he scored in eight of those games. So you know when you do the maths on that, you know fifty seven percent. Of the of the games against the elite level teams he scored in, yeah. which is which that's, is which is which yeah, is absolutely good. brilliant. Yeah, over half the games. But th- this season mm-hmm. he's played in five games against elite level opposition and he hasn't scored once. So in fourteen last year he scored in eight of them. Mm. He had five already this season and we're only in November, October, and he hasn't scored in any of them. You know, you, you think about, you know, Chelsea games against Napoli. Well, I didn't even include the Napoli game, by the way. I didn't include Napoli as an elite-level team. But against City, Napoli, Chelsea, twice so far this season, Paris Saint-Germain, and against Spurs, mm. the man hasn't scored. So, is he a flat-track bully? Maybe, maybe not. I want to hear from Liverpool fans, and uh, and we'll just keep this rolling. Don't, don't cut the um, capture off. Is that cool? Yeah, just keep that rolling. We'll take some calls from Liverpool fans on this and then we'll jump into it. But when you consider, we looked at Harry Kane, right? And, mm-hmm. and I, I hold him up as being the best striker in the world. 21% of uh, his goals last season were against the elite level sides. 21%. 21% are get from all, all of his yeah, goals. Yeah. So far this year, 28% of his goals are against elite, elite level sides. And, and bear in mind, people have said that Harry Kane's in a crisis this season. Yeah, so. I know. Right? And... Over both seasons, the last three three seasons on the bounce, including this season's very early, but we've done the stats for everybody. Sixty six percent of the games against the top six or elite level sides, he scores against. So, on a real level, like Harry Kane scores against the small teams and he scores against the big teams consistently. My point, where I think you may be right, and I want to hear from Liverpool fans, they can come and change their minds on this. Was it the fact that we've maybe not a flat track bully, but? was Mo Salah a bit of a one season wonder with the goals mm. and now that teams now had to defend against him now that Liverpool are not playing this all out attacking game yeah. are we seeing a a, 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 a B-Tech version <laughs> of Mo Salah <laughs> are we seeing a different version a, because the system isn't as conducive yeah, for him yeah. or is it simply because he just had an outstanding season and he won't reach those heights again he's had a bit of a Kevin Phillips yeah. sort of a well, Aaron I mean, Ramsey season like looking at back on his stats um, he wasn't ever a goal scorer like that anyway yes last year was an anomaly for him statistically in yes, terms it of goal scoring it was um, so perhaps it was just a, a one season wonder but I would I would hate to see that because he scored some some good goals and Liverpool fans love him they really love him absolutely um, we're going we're gonna to go to some of the comments that are on the YouTube channels in a moment I think uh, Javern's got a few calls cool we've got two fans ringing up that want to speak about Mo Salah is he a flat track bully is he a, a Chesney Hawk one season wonder. A stat padder. I am the one and only. Yeah, keep the, just keep it running the, the capture, please, mate. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello, my name is Paul. Hello, Paul. You a Liverpool fan? Uh, yeah, I am. Great. Talk to us about Mo Salah. Is it, has he been a one season wonder or is he just a flat track bully now, bullying and, and scoring goals against the smaller teams? Or is that nonsense? Um, I think he's not as good as people thought he was. But he's still a great player. Oh. 
So he's, I mean, great, great's a pretty good thing to be. So you think he's great, but he wasn't this world-class star that a lot of people held him up to be last season? No, I don't think he's going to get anywhere near 40 goals in all competitions mm. this season. I think 30 at most. Okay. Well, uh, is is that still successful for you? Because obviously... Um, yeah, it definitely is, but it's not on the level of Ronaldo and Messi. No, of course. No on the level of that Ronaldo and Messi. So. Yeah. No, but, but a question I would ask you, and, and I'm looking at this, look, I rate Mo Salah. I, I, I defend him a lot last year when people were attacking him. But we... Uh, at my club, we we don't. A lot of our fans don't like Lukaku. Forget his first touch for a moment. That's a different debate. They don't like him because he'll probably still pop up with twenty-five to thirty goals this season. Their concern is that he doesn't do it against the elite teams in the big games. And Mo Salah was delivering that last year, but five games, six if you include the Napoli game. That's a lot of mm. high-level games so far this season for Liverpool. And he simply ha- not only hasn't turned up in performance levels, he hasn't scored either. Would you still be but, happy with him if he was to score 30 goals, but they were all against Huddersfield, West Ham, Brighton, and he wasn't banging them in against your major rivals? But I, I think the problem is... Against the, those big teams this season, the whole team in general hasn't been up to standard. Right. So it's not just his fault. I think when the whole team's up to standard against those big teams, I think he will score okay. against those big teams. Okay. I mean, be, very much. Like, we're not saying that it's, it's Mo Salah's fault. I, I just, I just noticed that if Salah isn't scoring. I don't really know what else he offers to the team. And perhaps you can point me right. Perhaps it's just my ignorance, but. I don't. I don't know what that is. I, I see what you mean. I, I think it's just bad form. Touch a bad form at the start of the season. Okay. I think when all three of them are firing. Yeah. Especially Firmino, because he's the one who links the play between um, midfield and attack. Yeah. Then it becomes more effective. It's not about. It's about how effective he is, and, and if one part of the team is missing, especially Firmino, mm-hmm. the team as a whole isn't as effective and useful. Fair. Fair enough. We're mate, appreciate you appreciate that call. We're going to jump onto the next one. Thank you for coming on, having that chat with us. Yeah, Cheers, you, mate. Bye. Thank you. Um, yeah, like Javern, that. next call, please, my friend, and then check your WhatsApp. I sent you a message, Javern. Just so, you, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't touch the capture, please. That's very obvious. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hello. Hello, mate. Hello, What's your mate. name, buddy? Uh, Sam. Hello, Sam. You a Liverpool fan? No, no, City fan. City fan. Okay. Well, look, we're yeah. talking about Mo Salah. What's your opinion? Is he been a is he a bit of a flat track bully? Is he a bit of a one season wonder, or do you think we're being no, no, a little no, bit no. harsh? No, no, no Salah's quality, no Salah's quality. I think um he 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 hit the ground running from now. He's going to hit the ground running from now on because similarly to last season, he started mm. quite slow like this. Yeah, but I think it was at the round of the same time they burst someone shit in the Champions League and they banged a few in, and then from there I think it was like. Um, that Russian team Spartak yeah Spartak he scored like two or, or a hat trick and then yeah it just went on from there so I wouldn't be surprised if he scores like 20 goals from now I get that but what would your if you were to give a reason or an excuse for him why when he's played this season uh, against Spurs Paris Saint-Germain Chelsea Chelsea Napoli City what's happened in those games against who sorry well against against City against Napoli against oh, Chelsea oh yeah yeah um, I think people have worked out that he he was Liverpool's main man from now on, and they've come to realise that if they just start doubling up, like look, Man United did it last year, and people thought it was just like a blip for Salah. But you got to realise if you double up on him, he can do nothing because he's 
basically only one footed as well. So, so would that so would that Messi. prove would that prove then that he's not world class? Because if you, Messi, Ronaldo, <laughs> Gareth Bale, these players have been doubled up yeah, on yeah, for ten nah, years and they he's deliver. No, he's, he's not on that level. I'm sorry, but like people like Hazard and stuff, like you can't compare Salah to Hazard because Hazard like like if if Salah was that good. I think Real Madrid would have signed him last year. They wouldn't. They weren't even linked to him. I don't think. Like they wanted Neymar, Hazard. So that just sums up the type of player Salah is. He's okay. not really world. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, I, I just wanted also to speak about um, Man City. <laughs> have to put it in. Okay, um, cool. We'll, we'll take that call another time, my friend. Appreciate that. <laughs> um, did you check WhatsApp? Locked that off. Yeah, cool. You did. Go cool. put that next Liverpool fan through, please, brother. Um, I want to hear what he says. Now we want. We need to keep these these conversations on pot, on topic. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? My name's Sean. Sean, you're a Liverpool fan, I believe. Yep. Talk to us about. <laughs> you don't sound happy. Bro. No, he doesn't sound happy. What's on your mind? No, I'm very happy. Talk to us about this Mo Salah situation. What's going on with him? Flat track bully. Or top class superstar. I just wanted to ask um, the guy next to you. He said something about when Mo Salah does not score a goal, like he doesn't know what he's doing for the team. I wanted him to elaborate on that because I don't really understand what he's talking about. Okay, um, I think in terms of a front three, uh, I think the ideal for most managers would be like a person that has an end product, someone that creates, um, and someone who is like an outlet. I think. Uh, Bobby Firmino is your person who creates I think your outlet is Mane because of his his pace and his dribbling ability I think your end product predominantly is is Mo Salah and I think if Mo Salah is not doing what he does best in this Liverpool team which is finishing off chances then I don't really know if he offers um, or is as effective as as uh, at the other two roles that Mane and Firmino both do, so that's that's. I, I mean, you you as a caller, if you think if you think Adam's wrong about of that, course, it, tell me, tell tell tell. because no, personally, tell, I've, I've felt like the past few games, the only thing he hasn't been doing is scoring. Okay. I feel like he's been getting a lot of chances. Like, um, who was it against Chelsea? He had a couple of chances, but then he just shot it wide, a couple of shit shots. But I still feel like he's getting into like. Okay, well getting okay, getting into positions and not scoring is one thing, but you know, what is he creating for other people? Is he being the driving force in your attacks? Is he being that inspiration? You know, is he creating lots of space for other people? Because if he's running down the wing, gets past two people and miss, or you know what I mean, but Mm. he's still like creating, if you know what I mean. He's not Necessary he's just—he's not being—he's just not being clinical. Yeah, which is interesting because again, that's something else you would level at Lukaku. It, you know, you'd, but, la- lack but, of clinical edge. But at the same time, I remember last season he was doing the same thing, and look how many goals he scored last season. Obviously, not saying he's going to get the same amount, but it was similar. He missed a whole bunch of goals. I think against Arsenal as well. He mm. still beat them though, but yeah. 
Okay, listen, appreciate the call. Appreciate your viewpoints, mate. Thank you very much for coming on. Uh, cool. Cheers. We've got one last call we're going to do in just a second. We're going to do some YouTube comments right now. A lot of people are saying here, why so negative after a convincing win? Yeah. It's, it's, I'm not being negative. No. I think the opening part of the show, praising Robertson, praising uh, the strength in depth. Massive praise from me if you go back and listen to the way Jurgen Klopp has adapted this Liverpool side to, to be strong. We're just talking about Mo Salah yeah. because I'm, I'm sitting here. I, do, I cover every Liverpool game. I cover every single Liverpool game. And what I have heard for 12 months is Mo Salah world-class. Mo Salah world-class. I'm looking at a player this year who is missing bundles of opportunities. He's not, not offering much else to his team besides missing those chances. He's had five stroke six games against elite level opposition and he's missed opportunities and chances. He is nowhere near the player he was last year. And I want to know whether that's him as an individual not being good enough. Maybe the ad- adaptation and the difference in Jurgen Klopp's system is impacting Mo Salah's game. And even if he even if he is scoring less and performing at a lower level, are Liverpool fans still happy with that? Mm. We're simply asking questions here because th- we're clearly not seeing the same Mo Salah this year as we saw last year. Maybe though, maybe just maybe, maybe it is the fact um, that his shoulder is still hurting him. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. No, no. Maybe is it? <laughs> yeah, maybe. There we go. Let's get the last call on, please. Let's get the last call on. Someone says here, oh yeah, people ain't liking it. Here. Some Liverpool fans agree though, sensible ones. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What's your name? Hey, Terry, it's Rack. Hello, Rack. How you doing, mate? I'm good, man. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. What's your take on our Mo Salah conversation this evening? Uh, all right, just a, a quick one, just a little correction. Um, Salah scores 50 goals, not 45, in 65 games. So, um, that, uh, in terms of overall numbers, um, it's slightly better than you suggested. Okay. Um, he's still. Uh, is that is that including international goals you're talking about? No, these these are just Liverpool goals. Okay. Um, and uh, how many did you say he scored? Yeah, sixty or fifty. He scored, well, he scored eight. Uh, sorry, he scored six so far this season and forty-four last season. Okay, so fifty. Yeah, fifty and sixty-five. Oh. Um, in in additionally this season he's got two assists. Um, okay. So you know, in terms of if he's not scoring, he's is he doing other stuff. Mm-hmm. Yes, you know, two assists. It's not an amazing amount yeah. based on the number of games he played so far, but it's certainly not bad. Certainly for you know one of the guys who could probably be considered our main scorer. Mm-hmm. Um, if you look at his expected expected goals numbers, and expected assist numbers compared to this point last season, he's actually outperforming them. Um, he was underperforming last season as well. Based up until uh, the, not the last, not including the last two games, he had three goals and his expected goals were five point three. And his assist, he had one assist and his expected assist was one point seven four. Yeah, but expected, so expected though. I get your point when you say expected, like the goal ratio yeah. that he's on. But Mo Salah yeah. is, is, you know, we just heard from like three Liverpool fans. Uh, this evening mm-hmm. that have spoken about how he is lacking that clinical edge he's missing lots of opportunities the, my point is this he's going to score goals against those smaller sides my, my issue mm-hmm. is and you, as you pointed out last year 20% sorry 18% of his goals were against the elite mm-hmm. level teams that is phenomenal he scored in mm-hmm. 57% of his games against elite level sides that's top 6 and then your big European clubs this year Five games, six if you include Napoli. Some people would include Napoli mm-hmm. as elite. Some, yeah, no, some others wouldn't. He Napoli, scored in none. In all those games against... My point is this season, against the big teams, mm. he's not delivering. Now, 
what what he's still scoring against the small sides, but not the big teams. I want to know what the difference is. Well, look, okay. In general, I would say that our front for our, the whole of our forward line hasn't, you know, in inverted commas, clicked yeah. as well as it had done when we lost um, Coutinho last season, and when we lost and when we, when we lost him, Oxlade Chamberlain came in, and we had more of a link between our midfield and attack. We had more passes going into the final third, and we had more driving runs going from Ox. From the point that Ox got injured, not just not including this season, but you know, if you're looking back into the end point of last season. Mm. Our attack did stutter a little bit, so I think that it's not necessarily, uh, in terms of the overall attack, it's not necessarily just the Salah problem. It's more yep. of a team problem as a whole. Um, but you know, um, these things also go in, in in peaks and troughs. You mentioned Harry Kane a little earlier. Mm. Um, Harry Kane, he's getting a lot of pens and a lot of headers. There is a diff- there's definitely a problem with Harry Kane in terms of his shot volume. Mm-hmm. If you look at his shot volume, last season he was getting six shots per game. I think now with six shots per game is Messi Ronaldo numbers, um, and actually, what he, I think he's doing about three shots per game now, which is just I, about I average striker. But headers um, and headers, still, but headers and goals, headers and penalties but, still count as goals. You get a penalty in the eighty, you know, like, like the penalty you scored at um, Anfield in the dying moments to equalise. That's no, like that. That's class. I mean, he scored a header today, as an example. Very yeah, important goal for his team. Like, we can't we can't discount his goals because they're headers and penalties. They still count. No, they do, but but statistically, when when you when you when you're doing that, the, like specific player analysis in terms of how are they performing, mm. normally non-penalty goal, goals are, are are valued high because essentially James Milner used to take our penalties. You know, it's just James Milner's a left back and hasn't got anything to do with the build-up play and is literally just scoring the penalty. It's not obviously it's, it is a um, a skill. You know, stepping up in front of a, a, a crowd, especially if it's a tight game, you know, it's a high pressure situation. But it's different than if you're actually creating chances and creating goals yourself, or working as a team with a front three like like Liverpool do with Salamane and Firmino, for example. I, look, I understand that that breakdown of it, but for me, still, you know, you, you get a penalty away at Old Trafford or or, or at the or at the Bernabeu mm-hmm. and you score that, or, or away at Anfield. You know, for me, that's that's pressure that also deserves that deserves to be um, accredited to. Listen, I appreciate your viewpoints and your opinions. Great to hear from you. Um, I know you had something to say. Yeah, I just wanted to ask: Do you think it's a case of us? Maybe holding Salah to a higher standard than we yes, did last year. Yes, of course year as it well. is. Of course it is. Um, and, I, and is that fair? Yes, is it fair for us? It's fair because of what standard? he delivered, and it's also fair because from a, from a, look, we're football fans. You know, we don't proclaim to be journalists. We don't proclaim to be. Um, we, I, I wouldn't say we're imp- we, we are imp- we, we, look. We're not overly impartial. We've got our allegiances. We're very open about them. But equally, we have it rammed down our front. I mean, I remember being here with you. <laughs> you the guy that was with you guys at the fifth official Liverpool fan. He just screams Mo Salah's name like he's praying. <laughs> RBC. Yeah, RBC. I'm like, Salah. Yeah, exactly. So when you, when you, when you, <laughs> yeah. So when you like have that, when, when you have that for a year, yeah, yeah, when you yeah, get, yeah. when I get tweeted 30, 40 times a day about how great the guy is, when I get people bombard me and I rate Mo Salah as a player, mm. there's a video on my channel, The Football Terrace, that says Mo Salah's overrated. That was a caller that phoned up and said that. I completely defended him. So my standards for Mo Salah is up here. So when I see him have five or six games against elite level teams and not turn up, I'm going to question him like I question top class Man United strikers. If Cristiano Ronaldo went six games without scoring Mm. against those teams, I'd ask questions. If Harry Kane went off the boil, I would ask questions. Yeah, you can get it now, mate. So from my point of view, it's very much a case of any elite level player, anyone that I hold up as in high esteem, when they're not performing, mm. uh, Mirza Ozil, 
in Hazard. All of these players get scrutiny because they are that good. Now. Some people just can't handle that scrutiny and they just go, oh, you're biased. Well, don't say I'm biased. Yeah. Come on. Is that what you're saying in the comments? I'm bi- you're biased. You've got an agenda. Well, no, not really. For me, you've got to look at it this way, right? The guys that have called up, they've come up and given their viewpoints, they've given us their they opinions, have. spoke a bit of civil discourse, and that's what it's some all about. Agreed as well. Some, yeah, one Liverpool fan did agree, and equally, even the guy that tried to defend him said, "Yeah, he's just been really, really wasteful." Mm-hmm. And my point is this: well, he continues to be wasteful. Yeah, I want to know how they're going to feel about him. I want to know how they're going to feel about Mo Salah if he gets to the end of the season, he's on twenty-five goals. But in the big games, the crunch games, uh, we use Chris Kane's word here: clutch moments. Clutch moments. You know. Champions League semi-final against Real Madrid doesn't score goals FA Cup semi this is all might happen you know FA Cup semi-final against Man United doesn't score goals jeez imagine like, how would you like, feel exactly and it's like it's great okay he scored a hat-trick against Brighton he scored a hat-trick against Huddersfield and he scored two goals at Everton which you always beat that's nice and you'll celebrate that but in those real big moments mm. mo- it, it, we're talking projection here man spoke projection you guys are saying oh, he scored your Terry on projection on his projected games against the, the elite level sides he's going to score nothing this year if you're going to go on mathematical projections, <laughs> if you score zero from six, you're projected to score zero from six mathematically per games. So you can't, if you time zero by anything, it's zero. So predict pre, sort of um, mathematical predictions in football mean nothing to me. It's all about your form. It's about how you look. And right now, man looks janky. <laughs> <laughs> Give yourself a laugh, Terry. Which one is it? Let's do some more phone calls though, and talk more overall overview of Liverpool's performance tonight on the last sort of five six minutes of the show. Hello, welcome to Fan Park Live. What is your name? My name's Egal, buddy. Hello, How mate. You are, you, yeah. are you do support, brother? Arsenal, I think. I support Arsenal. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> My boy, Adam already knows. I wanted to call you on the weekend. I never got through to you. I'm here. Uh, I know it's not the time, but I, I still want to talk about it. Why can't Arsenal win the league? I have I have at least four to five points why they can win the league. Listen, I am going to allow you. I am going to allow you to do this. Come on again. Um, Come on. So okay, first go on. we just watched Champions League today. Liverpool's group and and Spurs group is not an easy group. They're gonna they're gonna have to they're gonna have to focus to to win those, uh, to try to to try to get through that group. Especially now that Spurs have dro- have dropped so many points in the in the group. Point am I wrong? Point. Man United still in the Champions League, and they kind of have to focus on that because it's looking like their league, their league hopes is, is not looking that good. That's Man right. City, Man City themselves, they haven't been that good. Sorry, sorry. Are you on point one still, already. or are you on point three? This is all point one. Point one, okay. This point one, number two. Boom. Over the past couple of years, Man City won. They came uh, the year before that. They were third. Chelsea won the year before that. They were tenth. Leicester won that the year before that. They were near the bottom. Jeez. It's not. It's not. It's not a. It's not a new thing that the team that was garbage a year before comes back and plays well. Now let me tell you what who we're playing oh, the next so few dumb. games. We're playing really Crystal dumb. Palace. We're For playing real. Liverpool at home. We're playing Wolves or uh, Wolves. That's Wolves. I think it's Brighton. I'm not exactly sure. And then the next game we're playing, playing Spurs, Man United. If we beat, if we beat Crystal Palace, who everyone says we're supposed to beat. If we beat Watford uh, or Wolves, whoever it is that we're supposed to be. No, you are so dumb. You are really dumb. For real. That's 10 points right there. That's right. Even if we draw or lose to, to Liverpool, yeah. we're still coming into December. We're still going to have uh, in and around. <laughs> <laughs> Next thing. We have two amazing strikers. Lacazette. Uh, Alright, just get on to point three. I'm He's get, on point three. I'll get on to point four. I'm then. on Come point on. three. I'm point on four. Point three. four. Point four. 
Point four, you guys keep saying we keep beating the teams we're supposed to beat. That's right. If we beat every team that we're supposed to beat, that's 26 games out of 38. Get that's me. 78 points. Woo! If we take a couple games from the rest of the teams in the, uh, in the top six, <laughs> that means we no, 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 no. Tell me we can beat them without Of course it is. Well done. Forensic analysis. Is that it? Is that all done? Did no, you no, listen? no, no. That's not even it. Oh, oh go on. Last point. Last, there's one the more. Back. There's one more. Don't Give us the last have, point why Arsenal are going to win the league. Left back. I'll let you speak. I'm sorry. But we don't have any production from the left back right now. Monreal has not been producing. Bellerin has been doing all the work from that side. That's very true. Bringing, crossing in all the balls from that side. Yep. If we get a left back mm. in, the, in, the, in the January uh, t- uh, yes. uh, transfer window, yep. which we are looking for, That's because right. our, our left back situation has been dire this season. Yes. If we get that in, and he's the kind of guy that can play out the back that we need, yep. brother, I'm telling you, we're ahead of the curve. Even at worst, <laughs> if you don't win the league, Come we're on. ahead of the curve. That's right. How City words and how Liverpool were last year. We're ahead of them. Come on. Well done. I got well a message done. for you, sir. A message for you. Well no, you are yeah. so dumb. Can you hear it? You are turn really your TV up. You'll hear it when you play it back. Don't, no, don't listen um, to him. Li- I'm honestly, backing you honestly, <laughs> you, you're not going to win the league. Don't Arsenal worry about fans. that. I'm hey, ba- even if we don't win the league, I'm telling you honest, true point, bringing you uh, detailed information. Detail. I'm not bringing you BS. Forensic. That's all I've got to say. Well done. Well done, bro. Uh, you go to bed with your head held high tonight. I, it's, 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 no disrespect, but that that's the the, the the dumbest call we've had in a long, long no, time. It's it's no, it's not. No, it isn't. It's no, it isn't. It's dumb. No, it isn't. It's. Do you know what, what's that word you told me about earlier? <laughs> I don't worry about the word. What's I that word? Hyperbole or something? I don't know what it is. No, what is that word, bruv? It's hyperbole. Hyperbole. Yeah. Let, let me let me let me Google this word again because I didn't never heard this word before. I'm 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 obviously dumb. Hyperbole. Yeah. Hyperbole. It means exaggerated statements or claims not meant to be taken literally. That is what that guy just did. No, he didn't. Arsenal are not winning the league. <sighs> Listen. He, he made that. Le- he made the point about Leicester as an example. Yeah. The Leicester one is like yeah, but that year everybody else was awful. What Arsenal? Okay, Arsenal can win the league if City fall off a cliff, if Spurs fall off a cliff, if Liverpool fall off a cliff, and if Chelsea fall off a cliff. What are you gonna do if Arsenal win the league? I will never ever this year. I'll never ever do this show again. If Arsenal, if Arsenal win the league this year, I will quit my role at UFF completely. No, 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 and give up your channel as well. No, I won't give up my channel. Nah, give up your channel, bruv. No. If Arsenal win the league, give up football terrace. I will give the channel to you for three months nah, for you to use. Give it up, no, because you're that confident that Arsenal. Okay, I'll, I will stop posting videos. No, no. give up the channel. <laughs> give up the channel. Lock it off. All right, cool, cool. Deal Done. on the air. It's not like your bet with Ramon, though. You remember that. <laughs> and listen, I'll give Ramon his money. <laughs> there we go. We'll do that. We'll do it. Arsenal ain't winning no damn league title this year. I don't even think we will, but I'm just saying, if they do... Wait. Honestly, ain't going to win nothing. There we go. Listen, thank you, everyone, for tuning in as ever. Thank you for joining in with the most salad debate. I hope you like the new sound effects that we have on the show. I don't know how they came across. Um, we're going to have more. More is being added to the soundboard as we speak. Um, so, yeah, we're going to keep producing the show better and better and adding more and more elements to it. We'll add more debates like we did tonight as well, each show as well, so that we've got some additional content to release again um, for the world to see that don't tune in. But, listen, well done, Liverpool, tonight. Great result for you. Well done, man. Two good goals for Salah. And man of the match performance, I'm going to give to Robertson tonight. Thought he was sensational. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might as well give it to the boy, the, the young Scott. He's Scottish, isn't he? I think. I believe so. Yeah, there we go. Take care. God bless you all again soon. Bye bye.
Get all your football news as it breaks with Football Flash. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. <laughs> 